I know of our kinship, cause my aunts have spoken of your family. Sorry I never had the time to get together, but I would like to do so one day, maybe when I slow down from the road. I would encourage you to continue to pursue your dreams, and if I can help, please let me know. Best of luck, Elvis. Well, the Ozark Mountain Christmas is like none other. You've got to come, friend, and check it out. That's why Bite Radio Network is here. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. Welcome to this special edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Mona Stafford is on staff here. She's been a longtime friend and colleague with Bot Radio Network as the Southwest Regional Manager overseeing Southwest Missouri, Northwest Arkansas, and all the things, Mona, that takes place. I mean, you've got your thumb on this area. You're an Ozark girl. You grew I up. I am. You know about Ozark I Mountain Christmas. I know all about it, yes. Ozark Mountain Christmas, there's nothing like it. And that's why here in Branson, we expect to have a record number of people this year visiting yeah. over the entire year. We think we're going to hit about 10 million Believe it or not. Oh, my goodness. Well. And personally, I think it is our reputation that is bringing people in. Our reputation is one of loving God and country. We put people first here. We we respect people. We love having our veterans come in. And so that's bringing in people by the millions, basically. Well, all the information we're talking about on these shows is available at explorebranson.com. Explorebranson.com. So be sure and check it out. Before you come and plan that Christmas vacation time in Branson, which I encourage you, even if it's just a weekend. I mean, Mm -hmm. the Memphis Drive is not that far. You'll have an incredible experience with the family, making those memories, and really celebrating Christmas in the way Christmas here, they're not ashamed to say Jesus is the reason for the season. That's right. That's right. You won't hear us saying happy holidays here. that's right. We say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Everywhere. Well, we talk about God and country Mm -hmm. in the shows. There's one show that has been on stage here in Branson since 1984, as Mm -hmm. long as I've been married, some 38 years. It's incredible. And it's Mr. Jerry Presley, God and Country Theaters, Elvis Live. Jerry, welcome to Bot Radio Network. Well, thank you. It's great to be here, Byron. Mona, tell us how you first met Jerry. You know, I had heard about Jerry Presley for years. He's a quiet person. He's not out and about very much in Branson. But I met him not too long ago, just personally, at an event. And, you know, I could talk to Jerry Presley for hours, hours, and I have now. He's been in my studio. (laughs) But uh, that's when I met him, and we just became friends instantly. Yes. Jerry, as I said, welcome to the show. Something interesting about you in the connection that you have with Memphis and Mr. Elvis Presley, because you are second cousin to Elvis. Yes. And like Elvis, you had a twin brother or have a twin brother. Yes. Is your twin brother still living? Yes. He's in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. Which uh, I understand your mom and dad were ministers with the Assembly of God Churches. That's correct. That's uh-huh. how you grew up. Yep. So I guess you were familiar with gospel music singing? Yes, we grew up in, in church. That's where we got our roots um, and, you know, singing in church all the time. And, uh, of course, in the early day, we would listen to Elvis. But you got to remember, mom and dad were seemingly God ministers, mm-hmm. and he was kind of taboo. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, we 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 snuck off and listened to it when we could. Did you watch him on the Ed Sullivan show? Yes, yeah. I did. Absolutely, <laughs> saw the. I did see that. I remember that. Yeah. So being related to a Presley, I mean, did you understand really what that was? I mean, later you had your family heritage traced to kind of help prove a bona fide yes. relation to Elvis Presley. Yeah, uh, I had come to Branson back in 1984 opened the, the theater in 85 and 
we were here for a couple of years. Uh, we started doing some road shows and stuff, and we went to Las Vegas. Well, Las Vegas was a little skeptical, you know. You're, oh, yeah, you're Elvis's cousins, huh? mm -hmm. you know. So uh, what we did was uh, we had a, a, a gentleman by the name of Carlton Fulcher. He was, the, he was a genealogist, and he was hired by the state of Tennessee uh, to do uh, a lineage on, on the Presley name. So he had a four-book volume of the lineage of Elvis, or uh, the, the Presley name, all the way back to when we first came over back in 14-something, you know, 1490 or something. You know. That's when Columbus came yeah, over. I know. That's, that's a long time that's ago. a long time, yeah. <laughs> 1476, I think it was, or something. But anyway, uh, it went way back. Uh, so, uh, but... Uh, we took that. We we uh, we went out to Las Vegas and uh, we held a press conference there and and called in all the media, the local media, and and uh, we brought in uh, Mr. Fulcher uh, there to to show you know everybody uh, how we were actually related to Elvis. So uh, and it worked out very well because it. They dropped all the skepticism about it and, and accepted us, and we did shows there, did many shows there over the years. So your personal interest in singing, do you write your own music? Have you written your own no, song? Okay. No, sir. So has your career in music been solely modeled after the music and the songs and life of Elvis Presley? Yes, actually. You know, for years, like I said, I started singing, I started doing Elvis shows back in 1970. Mm. And, uh, you know, I really... At one time, I had um, uh, uh, ambitions to maybe become a recording artist, but you know, I, I went to to uh, would visit uh, Nashville and stuff, and and see all these people sitting around on street corners playing a guitar and strumming, and and you know, people throwing quarters yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I'm more career minded. I wanted a career. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted to sing, I'd do it on the side. But I wanted a career. I wanted to be some make something out of myself. You know. Yeah. So I did. I I was career minded, and uh, uh, but I but I did want to sing. Uh, you know and. You know, when I started doing the Elvis shows, I mean, it, it just, well, you know, uh, it was in 1972. There was a newspaper article written about me and Elvis, how this started. And that was when you were in, I think, South Carolina. I was in South Carolina, just got out of the service. And, uh, well, I was actually still in the service, I'm sorry. So uh, I was starting to sing, and uh, the, the uh, newspaper down there, it was a statewide newspaper. It's called the... Uh, uh, the Carolina, the Carolina something. Yeah, you got the paper right here, actually. Oh, you want to hold you it up? Hey, why don't I do yeah, that? Why don't do that? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was called the the uh, Carolina Magazine, and it was part of the uh, of the paper. But it was uh, it, it was it went statewide, all across the whole state of, of South Carolina. So they did a newspaper article on me and Elvis, and uh, it was you know it was on the front page of the entertainment section. It took up the whole front page of a story with me and Elvis. Well, uh, that went over the state. We started getting phone calls and stuff, and uh, I wanted to see what Elvis thought about it. Uh, you know, I mean, like I said, we we never hung around with him before that, just because you know. Uh, our lives were going in different directions, and, and by that time, Elvis was really popular, mm -hmm. you know, and he, he was just very sought after. So I took a copy of it by Graceland to, to give to Elvis, see what he thought about it, and uh, walked up to the gate and talked to Uncle Vester, and he said, well, you know, his dad, uh, Elvis and his dad wasn't there. They were still in uh, uh, in Las Vegas doing uh, 
something or at a movie doing doing making movies or something and uh, but they'd be back in about a week or so. So he told me to leave it at his dad's house, and uh, he'd make sure that Elvis got it. Well, it's about three weeks later, I got this little letter from Elvis, and he uh, was talking about, you know, the boys handed me this clipping about me and you in a Carolina newspaper. He said, you know, I read it, and he says, I really got a kick out of it. <laughs> so you actually have a copy of that letter from Elvis with you today. Yes, I do. Can you read that letter? Oh, sure. This was the actual words that, that Elvis penned to you. Yeah, it says... Uh, we need our glasses my, sometimes, Jerry. Glasses. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> okay. Okay, it says, uh, Some of the boys gave me a newspaper clipping about you and me from a South Carolina paper. I got a kick out of it and the fact that you're an entertainer, too. It's a tough road, but I wish you the best. It says, I know of our kinship. Because my aunts have spoken of your family. Sorry, I never had the time to get together, but I would like to do so one day, maybe when I slow down from the road. I would encourage you to continue to pursue your dreams, and if I can help, please let me know. Best of luck, Elvis. Wow. And you know, Jerry, it's interesting in that letter he said, when I slow down, Elvis never slowed down never. from the time he wrote that until the time he passed away. He never no, slowed down. No, uh, he was, and that was his love, you know. And it's interesting, too, when we talk about Elvis's music, one of the songs I remember growing up with on the 45 was Suspicious Minds. Mm-hmm. Elvis recorded that song in Memphis at American Studio, and I had the opportunity to go in on a session with a friend recording something else not too long ago. And just realizing that I was in such a historic place, B.J. Thomas recorded in that mm-hmm. studio. So mm-hmm. many people recorded in that studio, I guess Elvis being one of them. Out of all the music that he sang, he only got a Grammy for his gospel music. Yeah, that that's unexplainable. I, I don't, you know, nobody knows why. I mean, how many, how many hit records did he have and how many millions mm-hmm. and millions of records did he sell? And the only Grammys that he got was for his gospel album. But then again, that was his favorite music, and I think he showed more emotion and put more into his gospel than than he did, you know, his rock and roll uh, music. Yeah. Did you ever have an opportunity to visit Graceland at Christmas time when Elvis was alive? Yes. I mean, I drove by, but I yeah. really never. Uh, you saw the blue lights. Yeah, course, I you saw know, the blue lights. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. But you did have some opportunity to have some one-on-one time with Elvis. Yes. Uh, you know, there were times we used to go to the movies with him, see him at concerts and at Graceland. You know, yeah. it wasn't like I grew up with Elvis. I no. don't want anybody no. to know that. Yeah, it's uh, you know, Elvis was uh, so sought after. You know, uh, I live uh, five hundred miles away. I mean, it's not like we grew up together, oh. but we got together or would would see him when we could we used to go to the movies with him the last time i saw him in uh the movies we saw star dog and dirty harry at the memphian theater memphian you know? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that so, goes way back yeah. yeah absolutely so in your life jerry in your journey with figuring things out you know we all come to a place where we realize that our life is empty there's a void there absolutely and that void is really only filled by our creator that's it's why we true. were designed, right? Absolutely. How about that for you? When did you discover that in your life, that Jesus Christ coming to earth at Christmas time as a baby was much more than just a feel-good 
baby thing that, to celebrate at Christmas, there was a purpose for him coming to this earth for us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, my roots grow very deep with uh, my religion. You know, I know uh, I've, I've read the Bible. I've been a, a, say, a Christian for many, many years, and I'm just I, I appreciate the the opportunity you know maybe at the time as a kid we didn't appreciate it going to church four times a week yeah, yeah. but now i look back and say you know where would i be without mm-hmm. it where would i be today uh who knows but uh yeah I, i'm i'm very proud of my upbringing and and thank the lord every day for for mom and dad you know keeping us on a straight and narrow so your show here in branson like i said you've been doing this for a long time when you move into the christmas season here in Branson, which we know how spectacular it is, right, mm-hmm. Mona? Oh yes, my goodness. Do you do you have a special Christmas show you do? Yes, yes, we do. We call it Christmas with Elvis. Elvis only did a, a couple good uh, albums, so it's not something that you can build a whole show on just the Christmas songs. So the first half is all Elvis gospel, and I tell a storyline of you know his last and final appearance on the Ed Sullivan, and when he you know, uh, did a gospel song instead of, you know, a rock and roll song. And anyway, just to show the world his love for music, gospel music. But we, we tell a storyline, and, and uh, so the first half is all gospel, and then the second half is all Elvis Christmas music. Sounds like a lot of fun. I just popped in my head, Mana, a story about Elvis recording in the Memphis studio. There was another studio he recorded it sometimes. The William B. Tanner Company had a studio, and they had a studio called Studio 5 over on Poplar Avenue. And this was in the summer months, and they were going to record a Christmas album with Elvis. Hmm. They went into the studio, and it's, Memphis can be such a sticky, hot place in the summertime. <laughs> Probably even like Branson, the humidity can get so great. It was one of those days, and they were trying to record a Christmas album. It just wasn't right. That Elvis couldn't get in the spirit and the mood. It just wasn't right. And he was getting a little frustrated, as the story goes, trying to perform and, and make this music happen for Christmas. And so the producer said, look, Elvis, why don't you leave the studio, take a break somewhere, and come back in an hour. So what they did is they went and they got some Christmas trees, brought them in the studio, mm-hmm. brought some lights. They turned the temperature way, way down, <laughs> so it got cold in there. Elvis came back about an hour or two later, and he recorded the Christmas album. He, that helped him get into yeah. the, the mood, you know, for the season, recording a, yeah. an album in July. <laughs> that, that sounds like Elvis. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, these stories <laughs> resonate with you and the respect that so many people had, you know, for him. And, and really, sadly, a tragic life, too. Yeah. Uh, of course, Elvis could have. He didn't have complete control over it. You know, the colonel uh, pretty much uh, ran him from one end to the other, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Elvis loved it, too, on the other side. You know, that was his passion, his music. And uh, the most important thing uh, for Elvis was, was his fans, you know. When you're doing the God and Country show, and we're living in a time of an America we're living Dear. in the last days. It's mm-hmm. tough, right? So how do you present the strong America and all the patriotism and patriotic songs when we see such disrespect for our country today? Well, it's easy. It makes it easier for me because, you know, that's the right way. Uh, the way the, the world is headed, uh, it's just all Bible. 
it's 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 coming to by, uh, pass. You know, mm-hmm. whatever the, what's in the Bible is coming to pass. There's nothing we can do about it. We could prolong it if the whole country would change, but what, it's not going to happen. Uh, Bible prophecy is is coming to an end, and uh, you just have to stay strong and show your love for God. Yeah, I heard Adrian Rogers say one time, it's getting gloriously dark, (laughs) in a sense, because we know where our hope is. But it also should encourage and motivate us to prayerful and looking for opportunities to to tell our neighbors about this great gift that God sent to the earth. See, what what would we have without him? Mm. You know, I mean— you know, I, I can't believe these people that, that think that it's okay to, to kill babies, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, we, we came from apes mm-hmm. and we came from, uh, I don't know, uh, some tree people mud. or something. Yeah. You know, mud. Or, some, mud. some bubbling. We're all aliens. Something, I mean, come yeah. on. You know, you look at this beautiful sky and, mm-hmm. and the beautiful trees and the scenery and the earth and the cliffs. and the. I mean, look at that. That, that was not made from uh, the moon blowing up, mm-hmm. you know, four billion years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, come on. it's It was created. It was. And you can't deny the beauty of the creation around us in the Ozarks, Mana. Oh, my goodness. We're surrounded. Yeah, it's We're just beautiful. surrounded. And, you know, we don't take that lightly, Byron. We we know that we have a treasure here that we have to protect. Yeah. And Jerry can, can tell you this. When someone comes to town and they don't really fit in here, and maybe they're telling uh, risque jokes on the stage or, mm-hmm. or whatever, they don't last, do they, Jerry? They no. don't last because uh, people coming here will not tolerate it, and we won't tolerate it. No. That's absolutely right. This is a Christian-based community, and that's the way we want to keep it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we want it to be. Yeah. Uh, there's an element coming in. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they want to come in and better themselves uh, through God or something, they're welcomed. If they don't, uh, go back to where they came <laughs> they from. They don't last long. <laughs> they, they don't, don't, they don't long. stay long. No. You know, you have to fight for those principles. Yeah. You do. Byron. You have to fight for it. And, and when you look around at other venues that might be competitors for Branson, they haven't fought for it. They gave up, you know, yeah. and we're not giving up in Branson. Well, one of the things that's so noticeable here is the respect that this community has for our nation's veterans. That's mm-hmm. right. And what does it do to your heart, Jerry, when you have veterans? I know most shows recognize veterans, and they stand up. and Right. Do it every show. Yeah, and you meet these guys and, yes. these, and these women, too, that have served our country. Right. You know, I give a speech at, at every show, you know, uh, uh, you know, we go about our daily lives doing the things that we want to do and, mm-hmm. and love to do. And it's because of the, the sacrifices that have been made over the many years of wars f- protecting this country. Yes. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's from the heart. Uh, you know, I'm a veteran also and very proud of it. But what is uh, and I always say, tell them, you know, what is so special to me uh, is when I always look out there on the front of that building and it says, God and Country yes. Theater. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the crowd usually roars and yeah. claps, and, you know, <laughs> that's, that really makes me feel good about it. That's Perfect so name for Jerry Presley's theater. It, it is. Yeah. Well, you know, I just wrapped up an interview recently with uh, retired Marine Lieutenant Cleve McClary. And I don't know if you know his story. He was in Vietnam, and he's got an amazing story. He lost uh, his left arm and his left eye in a very intense battle in, among the Viet Cong. He was a platoon leader with his men. One of the men basically saved his life by throwing himself onto an explosive. And because of that, 
And we don't, I don't think, realize uh, this gener- a younger generation realizes some of the sacrifices mm-hmm. that are made for them to be able to have the freedom to shout their rights or the dot desires they have to have certain freedoms or privileges, what it took for men and women to lay their lives down for them to be able to do that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. No, they, they just don't understand. Um, in this woke environment that we're in now, it, uh, it's, it's just a, a different, it's a different thought. Yeah. Well, we want to end on a good note in the sense of the shows here in Branson. Well, and, and, I want to I want to make sure that yeah. we let our audience know something that's coming up next season too. I mean, Jerry has a fantastic Christmas show, but he is adding to that theater someone that is one of my best friends here in Branson, and that's R. W. and Donna Blackwood. R. W. and Donna, oh, I love are they, moving they, over to Jerry's they, theater. They've been on the show many times. Yeah, and love the Blackwoods. Yep. Yeah. yeah uh, well, they're coming over. They're going to do their 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 gospel show at uh, at ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, during the week, and then on Sundays at three o'clock, we're going to put the name Presley and the Blackwoods back together. Oh, Isn't that yeah. cool! And I must uh, mention RW now has got Memphis ties too. Grew up in Memphis, went to Central High School. I'm just telling this to our Memphis friends because they know the connection. So right. we got Mr. Jerry Presley, we got RW and Donna Blackwood here. Yeah. That's going to be fabulous. Going to be in the spring. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah I that's, just, I that just love starts this. in April of 2023. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What do you do between the holiday time, Jerry? Do you take a break or what? Oh do you... boy, I, you know, I don't really. I either work on the theater, fixing it up and changing things and stuff, and of course preparing for the next season. But I, I, I think just next year is just going to be a special season because we're bringing uh, oh, three or four different shows over, and they're all Christian based folks and they're they're just good people and and it's just going to be so much fun but i'll tell you what uh you know i've i've, I've been doing elvis now for 52 years mm-hmm. and it just seems to be getting better and, mm-hmm. and and you know it's amazing elvis has been gone 45 years 45 but he's like an heirloom i mean the the crowd the people are still seeking out that's elvis's right. music that's right. by the groves even the young people yeah, yeah and and that new movie that came out is 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 you know it spurred yeah. some interest from right. the young kids and yeah. all my grandchildren really like have it. seen it yeah. yeah what do you think about some of the younger elvis and Personators. I mean, how do you do? You have do you ever get you know conversations with them? And Absolutely. You... I've I've always liked seeing impersonators, and, and you know if they're good, I'll tell them. If they're not good, I'll tell them. <laughs> so, you know, but I said in a nice way. But, uh, but I, you know, I think the the fans or the people have kind of forgotten what Elvis actually sounded like and what he looked like because, <laughs> you know, all we have nowadays are, are impersonators, and even in if you go to Memphis, you. You know, uh, you know, in, in August or whatever, you know, Elvis week, you know, used to in the early day, you never heard anything about impersonators. I mean, they there'd be a few around, but it's all based on impersonators now yeah. or Elvis tribute artists. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, right. So it, it's the, the attitude, I guess, has changed a little bit. And, and there are so many good ones out there. But, you know, they're having fun with what they're doing. And the main thing is they're keeping Elvis's name out there. Yes. And mm-hmm. if they're not the best tribute artist in the world, it's okay. They're doing what the music they love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that just shows you how much, how much, El- how many uh, people Elvis's music touched. Mm. Yeah, it's in, you know, amazing. Yeah, he it really was, is. Yeah. He touched billions and billions was of people's lives. Was it the Hawaiian lives. Christmas that went? 
is the world around the world. The the Aloha from Hawaii show, 73. That's an amazing story in itself. That went to 58 different countries. Now, this is 1973 before everybody started. You know, the the technology just wasn't there. Computers weren't there. No. Internet, yeah. No, but, but... they pulled it off, and it went to 58 – it was telecast over 58 different countries, and 1.5 billion. Isn't that amazing? Billion with a B. Wow. People saw it that night. And at that time, that was half of the world's population. That's just wow. amazing. Wow, that's amazing. Jerry Presley, God in Country Theaters, Elvis Live here in Branson. It's part of the Ozark Mountain Christmas Friend for our Bot Radio Network listeners. Now, Jerry, how can friends get information? You have a website, don't you? Yes, it's uh, Jerry Presley's – God in Country Theaters, T-E-R-S, or just God in Country Theaters. Okay. And you can buy your tickets online. Yes, and you I can. And I would just like to say that church groups love Jerry's shows. Church groups are huge here in Branson. Yes. And so if your church is planning on something for Christmas, this is this is really the Time theater that it. you want to go to. I can give the phone number to call. You do that. It's 417-334-6806. 334-6806, and some nice person on there will get you the best seats to any of Jerry's Correct. shows. absolutely. Well, yeah. this has been great. I feel like we had like a little family reunion oh, here yeah. with you, I, Jerry. I, I just love, love <laughs> Bot Radio. I tell you what, you, you're, you're just such a name in the industry, and, and you, do so, you do so much good. You wow. really do. Thank you so Thank much you, for Jerry. that good work. Thank you, Jerry. Well, friends, that's really all the time we have from here in Branson with the Ozark Family Mountain Christmas. I say family because it's all about family when you come to Branson. Yes, it is. It's the Ozark Mountains Christmas, and it's a place for your family to come and enjoy a wonderful celebration of the season, our Lord and Savior Christ and His birth. Just hope you'll come and enjoy anything we've talked about. Don't forget, you can go to the website, explorebranson.com, explorebranson.com, and learn more. Mana, thanks so much. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, Byron and Jerry. Merry Christmas to you folks. Thank you so very much. The first night.